Father, we thank you. We give you the praise. We ask and we say as we study this evening, there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in the atmosphere. We see we build you as we see ourselves in you. There is clarity. There is precision as we understand and touch the things of the Spirit. Our minds are stable on your grace. Our hearts are fixed on your love. We can build and comprehend the mysteries of Christ clearly. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Haggai 2. The glory among us. The glory among us. Agai 2. Agai 2. The glory among us. Agai 2. In the seventh month, Agai 2, verse 1. In the seventh month, in the one and twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Agai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shetai, governor of Judah. And Joshua the son of Josedek, the high priest, and to the residue of the people, saying, Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do ye see it now? Is it not in the eyes in comparison of it as nothing? Yet not yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel, said the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land, said the Lord. And walk, for I am with you, said the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you. When ye came out of Egypt, so my spirit remained among you. Fear ye not, for thus saith the Lord of hosts. Yet once, it is a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth, and the sea and the dry land. Verse 7, I will shake all nations, and the desire of nations shall come. And I will fill the house with glory, saith the Lord, the silver is mine. And the gold is mine, see the Lord of hosts. The glory of the later house shall be greater than the former house. And I will give you what? Peace. So we started the glory among us and we said, we said that um, the word glory, and I said that the glory among believers is something that has been prophesied about. And we said the word glory is translated from the Hebrew word kabod. It's used for splendor, for beauty, for honor. In that verse 9 where it says, The glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. And the word later is from the Hebrew word ekron. And it is an adjective. It means last, uttermost, and final. Last, uttermost, and final. Last, uttermost, and final. And the word house is translated from the Hebrew word beit, and it's used for temple, temple. And the word former is from the Hebrew word rishon. It is used for previous one, previous one, previous one. And we have studied the glory among us. The glory among us, we've seen things that happen, that there are tangible demonstrations of God's power when believers gather. And that phrase, I will feel it, is from the Greek Hebrew word mala, M-A-L-A. It means that we accomplish it, I will complete it, I will conclude it, I will perfect it. So in other words, to complete the house, to conclude the house, to bring it to a perfect place, to finish it with glory. So when it says, and I will fill the house with glory, it means I will furnish it, I will fill it up, I will complete it, I will finish the house with glory. 
I was said in the in in we said when the glory among us is there, there are tangible demonstrations of God's power. There are physical demonstrations of God's power. There are mighty moves of the Holy Ghost. The truth of the matter is, there are mighty moves of the Holy Ghost we have to be open to in our days. And the believer heart cannot walk in ignorance. In ignorance. And one thing this meeting will do is to make sure that your eyes can see it when the glory is among us. Your eyes can behold it. And it can walk in an atmosphere. We saw it that the, the cloud filled the temple. So that means there is an atmosphere of the glory of God. And that atmosphere, a believer has to recognize it. The truth of the matter is, you as a believer, we can when the believers gather, we can create the atmosphere we want. None of you know that. We can create the atmosphere we want. We can create an atmosphere. That's why we, we, we are studying this. And look at something we want to look at. We want to see a concept of the spirit of porn. Look at Acts 2.17. Acts 2.17. We want to see a concept of the spirit of porn in Acts 2 verse 17. Acts 2 17, it says, Acts 2 17, it says, And it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. It shall come to pass in the last day, said God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, Peter was quoting. Now, how many of you have read this prophecy, this, this, this text before? And people will say, visions are for young people. Dreams are for old people. How many of you have read that thing before? <laughs> this Peter was quoting a prophecy. In Joel 2. I want, I want us to do a Bible study. We want to see. Look at Joel 2. Put your hand in that heart too. Acts 2 verse 17. Then let's go to Joel 2. Put your hand there. We want to compare something. We want to do a comparison. We want to do what they used to call compare and contrast. I don't know if you remember that thing in English. Compare and Joel 2. Who is there? Joel 2, verse 28 to 29. All right, are we there? Look at it. It says, and after and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out or I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. 29. And also upon the servant and upon the handmaid. In those days, I will pour out my spirit. Now, he says, I will pour my spirit. Now, do something. Look at, I want everybody to do me a favor. Look at Acts 2 verse 17 to 18. And compare it to Acts 2, 28 to 20, and Joel 2, 28 to 29, sorry. Acts 2, 17. Read everything. Compare. What's the difference? Joel 2 says, it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. 29 says, And upon the servant and upon all the enemies in those days I will pour out my spirit. 
Acts 2, 17 says, And it shall come to pass in those days, say, God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see dream dreams, and your old men shall, your men shall just see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. And upon and on my servants and upon my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days my spirit, and they shall prophesy. What's, what's, can someone tell me the differences you notice? It says, afterwards. Afterwards, where? This afterwards in Joel's too. Okay. Which other one? This last days in what? It says last days in hearts. Inside of what? Afterwards. Okay. I'll pour my spirit. Now, are you seeing? Are you seeing that? Peter quoted this prophecy, but added something to it. Now, what, what, what was one thing he added? In the last days, he added, they shall prophesy. He added, which other thing? Which, which other thing did you say? Out of my spirit. Out of my spirit. In where? I will pour out in those days of my spirit. In 29, it says, I will pour out my spirit. Now, so Joel in prophecy was saying something. He said, I will pour my spirit upon. I will, Joel in prophecy, in that Joel, Joel was saying, I will pour my spirit upon. Now, I want to see something. What? Ah, ah, wow, we're going to have a glorious time. How many of you, how many of you are ready for that? Yes, we're sir. about to have a glorious time. Glory to God. The first pour out is translated from the Hebrew word shapak. Shapak. S H A P H A K. Shapak. S H A P H A K. Shapak. It means to empty, to spill forth. To empty, to spill forth. To empty, to spill forth. Now, when Peter was explained, now, okay, th- just to give you. The normal humility. It was used one 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 hundred and one times in the Hebrew Bible, Hebrew text of the Bible. So that word Paul was used one hundred and one times, one 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 times in the Hebrew text of the Bible, one 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 times. Now, so Peter, when Peter was explaining what happened in Acts two, verse one to four, you know, in Acts two, verse one to four, look at it, and in, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one accord in one place. Look at Acts two. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them a cloven thongs like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other thongs, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, what happened? Peter was now explaining that incident. Guess what? Look at what's happening. Look at that incident in Acts 2, 1 to 4. Peter now explained it with the in line with the scriptures, with what Joel explained. Have you seen it? He explained to when when he was to explain to people, he said, This is what happened, what the prophet. So what happened to us is what the prophets prophesied. Now watch. He now says, I will pour out my spirit. He says, I will pour out my and this spirit or those things has been clearly given to us today. Now let's let's do let's do an historical background of something. Let's go to Numbers eleven. 
let's go to numbers 11 verse 17. numbers 11. we want to see how this part my spirit and how everything is working numbers 11 verse 17. who is there i'm there who is there numbers 11 17. all right he says i will who is there i'll wait for you numbers 11 17. i want us to follow this because see let me tell you one thing about the things of the spirit everybody listen to me i know you are writing but listen let me think about the things of the spirit if you can get the knowledge the flow will be easy ah yeah see do you know do you know why people don't know how to flow a lot because they don't know they don't know what to do so there is no enough expressions of the flow but See, what, that's why we, we are studying this. And I beg you, after this thing is out, after we're done, and the message is listing again. All right, look at Numbers 11, verse 17. Look at it. Are we there? It says, And I will come down and talk to thee. Look at what it says here. It says, And I will take of the Spirit which is upon thee, and I will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of thee, and they shall bear the body with thee, that thou shalt not bear it thyself alone. Look at verse 25. Look at verse 25 of that same place. And the cloud came down and spake unto them, and took of the spirit that was upon him, and gave it to the seventy elders. And when it came to pass, the spirit rested upon them, and they prophesied, and they did not cease. So now, are you seeing where Joel will get his prophecy from? His prophecy inspiration from? Are you getting it? From Moses. Are you seeing where Joel will get it from now? Look at verse 26. And there remained remained two of the men in the camp. The name of the one was Eliad, and the name of the other was Memad. And the Spirit rested upon them, and they were of them that were written, but was not out unto the tabernacle, and they prophesied in the camp. Verse 27. And and there ran a young man, and told Moses, and said, Eldad, and made that do prophesy in the camp. Now, so you will see similar words in those places we just read. The spirit upon. So by observation, we will notice that the corresponding action when the spirit is upon. How many of you, what, what's the corresponding action? Prophecy. Ah, you are smart. Good. Smart people. I like this. The corresponding action in all true way we read do you notice that even Peter now said, and they will prophesy? So that means when the Spirit is upon, what happens to you? Prophecy. And what's prophecy? Thongs plus interpretation. So now, so prophecy refers to utterances in the Old Testament. Prophecy or prophesying, sorry. Sorry, prophesying. Don't say prophecy. Prophesying refers to prophet utterances in the Old Testament. Prophesying refers to utterances in the Old Testament. Moses said, God will want all his people to be prophets. In verse 7, he says, he, he, he wants all his people to be prophets. Therefore, the spirit upon in the Old Testament refers to prophesying. So when the spirit came upon them, in the Old Testament, what did they do? They prophesied. They prophesied. So the time the Spirit upon will be an experiential, what will be something that you will experience. Things the eyewitness saw and observed. 
So when the spirit upon is upon you, or when you when you are operating under the spirit upon, it will be something that people will see and they will observe that, oh wow, the spirit of the Lord is upon. Are you getting it? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Now I can switch now. There are times I'm ministering and I just sense a rush upon me. I just I just knew that, oh wow. I don't know if you notice that many times when I'm under the influence, I just start talking fast. I don't know if you notice that. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. That's the spirit of porn. So look at Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61, verse 1. Like I told you, knowledge will help you as a believer to flow. I'm sure even music ministers, I'm sure you would have experienced that before. We are singing as though it rushes upon you. You know what? You know what you can do at that instance. You can stop a bit and give a prophecy. Tongues and an interpretation. They continue back because it is upon you for a reason. That rush is upon you for ministry. It's upon you to bless. Don't keep it in. What we do is many times we keep it in. Me, I, ah, me, I'm laying there. I won't. So look at Isaiah sixty-one verse one. He says, "The spirit of the Lord God is upon me." Because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the people. He now says, He has sent me to, to bind the broken and the broken liberties to the captive and the opening of prisons to them that are bound. So note that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. So then He speaks of publishing good things. Do you notice that when the Spirit is upon me, He says to preach good tidings. How will you do it? With your mouth, right? So that shows when the Spirit of upon is, is working. That means it is speaking thoughts. So in that Isaiah 61, now we can simply say, when the Spirit is upon them, they spoke thoughts. So that means the corresponding action to publish will be by speaking. Speaking. Jesus also quoted that same prophecy in Luke 4, verse 8. That Isaiah summary. Luke 4, verse 18. Luke 4, verse 18. Luke 4, 18. Pay attention, though, guys. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken and to preach deliverance to the captive and recovery of sight to the blind and set at liberty to them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So the corresponding action is to speak. So now, let's go back to our heart too. We're going to deal with the heart too. <laughs> Let's go back to our Acts 2, verse 17. We are still tracing something. It says, And it came to pass, in those last days, said God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, if you pay attention to the preceding chapter and verse, that is, let's look at Acts 1, verse 5. What happened? At 1 verse 5, it says, Jesus told them, For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. So Jesus already told them, you will, For you shall be baptized. So the first thing you will notice in that text, it says, For. And that implies that Jesus must have said this before his statement. It says, For. That shows, what did he say before the statement? Look at verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart in Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. He said that you have, as you have heard me, he now says, for. 
So now, he gave them an instruction. I used to tell you, like I was telling you leaders, I told you, I said, one thing you will watch out for in a believer's meeting, many a times, is the instruction. What to do. So now, Jesus gave them an instruction. The instruction, look at it in verse 4. And being as him, he told them, wait for the promise of the Father. And he says, see as ye, as ye have heard me. Wait. Verse 5, he now says, for truly truly baptized in water. He told them to wait. He said they should wait. He said they should wait. And now, what did he mean by wait for the promise of the Father? Because we have to examine that. What does he mean by wait for the promise of the Father? Look at verse 2. Look at verse 2. He says, Until this day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandment unto the apostles whom he has chosen. Whom he has chosen. A commandment there means he gave them what? Instruction. It's like you are in the spirit today. People are just like, hey, I didn't even understand what's going on. So he gave them an instruction. Instruction to wait for the promise of the Father. So instruction to wait for the promise of the Father was given to Jesus to the apostles. Now, something that is very vital for us to notice is that in that eyewitness, and he told them these things, and something happened. Then we saw it, and it's now recorded. Now watch something. We cannot analyze our things solely on the book of Acts because it's just a narrative. The book of Acts is a narrative. As we explained to the leader yesterday, what just the same way we used to say, um, just the same way we used to say. Um, no, in this coming days, you will, you will step up and move forth and show forth and shine forth. And in your shining forth, you you pour forth and, and move forth. And, and, and there will be a full orb of the, of, of the glory of God radiating through your thought. And in your thought, <laughs> in your thought, you will bring forth and shed forth. As you are shedding forth, you are, you are pulling forth. <laughs> The book of how we just summarize it as fought. <laughs> the book of Bible says, and they said, the Holy Ghost said, fought. <laughs> That's the book of Acts. I was seeing them, I said, you know, just like they said in Acts, in Acts 13, where it says, um, and the, the Holy Ghost said, separate people that bad hours for the work you have called them. You know, that thing will not be how they would have said your chance. They would have said, what well, maybe Lucius will have said, huh, I just see that there was a glory of God for you that God is about to use you in the nations of the air. And you, Barnabas, is as though you were going to walk together and just move about and just show forth the gospel of the Lord. Book of Acts, just summarize it as the Holy Ghost said, separate people and Barnabas for the walking out to our corner. Simple. <laughs> it's a narrative. <laughs> so, a narrative many a times would not contain. The explanation. A narrative will not contain the explanation. So the author simply gave an eyewitness or the examples they saw or, real, or reliable information he received from a witness or witnesses. I'll say it again. A narrative, a narrative many of times will not contain the explanation. The author would simply give an eyewitness account of the information received from a witness or witnesses. So now, the events that happened in Acts 2, 
from verse 1 to 4. You know, look at Acts 2, verse 1 to 4. Look at how Luke explained it. Let's go to Acts 2, 1 to 4. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were one accord in one place. And so there came in sound from a mighty mighty wind, and a few days where they were sitting. And I prayed unto them, it loaded tongues of fire, and they started to punish them, and before they really go, they began to speak in other tongues, and the Spirit they gave them utterance. Now, that's just a narrative. Do you know that that's not what happened? You know that when they gathered together, they will still be praying, Lord, you asked us to wait. You were, because they were praying. We are waiting. <laughs> we are waiting. They are, probably they are praying in Hebrew or in Greek. Um, uh, Doria, Doria is gift. Charisma, for your <laughs> concern, Peri, Peri Doria. <laughs> Peri, Peri Pneumaticus. And they're just talking and talking. Pairing pneumaticals. Pairing pneumaticals. Concerning spiritual. Concerning spiritual. <laughs> how we used to say, how we Nigerians used to say, Jesus, Jesus. Pairing pneumaticals. Pairing pneumaticals. Probably that's what they were praying. But the Bible just says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were one accord in one place. Do you know what it takes to gather 120 people in one accord? <laughs> Especially when the likes of people are dead to come late. <laughs> well, so I'm just joking. Anyway, so it was a report. So it was a narrative of a report that was written and documented by Luke to Theophilus. Don't forget, famous popular text of all Jesus began to do and teach. Oh, Theophilus, of all teachers, <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs> of all Jesus began to do and teach anyway so so the, uh, it was recorded for Theophilus Luke recorded it for Theophilus so the best way to understand or to understand clearly the events in the book of Acts we have to explain everything in line with what? the epistles we have to explain everything in line with the epistles because in the epistles we have the revelation of the father in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 6, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 6, it says, I'll be to speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to naught. So we speak the wisdom of the Father. We speak the wisdom of the Father. And um, so now, back to our book of Acts. We're still in Acts 1, verse 4 to 5. He told them that they will receive the promise of the Father. In Acts 1, verse 4 to 5, say, wait for the promise of the Father. And the word promise was used by Jesus in that same text. And Jesus has used that word a couple of times. In Acts 1, verse 4, he used promise of the Father. In Luke 24, verse 49, he used promise of my Father. I'll say it again. He has used the word sometimes. In Acts 1, verse 4, he used promise of the Father. In Luke 24, verse 49, he used promise of my father. So now, in verse 5 of that, of this Acts 1, verse 5, Acts 1, verse 5, it says, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. So Jesus mentioned that John had baptized with water, albeit they will be baptized with the Holy Ghost. They will be baptized with the Holy Ghost. So, you know, John was a prophet, right? Jesus told, told us that John was a prophet. I'm not sure if you remember that. If you, see, if you see in Matthew 11, verse 11, John was a prophet. Matthew 11, verse 11. 
John was a prophet. Look at Matthew 11, verse 11. It says, Verily I say unto you, them that are born of the woman, that there are not any reason a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he is that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So John was a prophet. So John, just like other prophets from Genesis to Malachi, prophesied concerning him. So John, so if he's a prophet, he's going to speak as touching Christ, right? He's going to speak as touching the burial, the death, the resurrection of Christ, and the ascension and the glory that will follow. So he was a, was a prophet of Christ. The truth of the matter is Malachi will prophesied about John. Do you, do you know? Malachi 3.11. Oh, no, no, no. Not Malachi 3.11. No, sorry. Uh, mixing something up. But Malachi prophesied about him. Uh, and I find the scripture, I'll let you know. I can't, I can't find it here. When they say something about John the Baptist, Elijah, something. I can't really remember that thing. So you see, Matthew, put this down for your reference. You want to learn more about John the Baptist. Matthew 3.11. Matthew 3.11. Mark 3 29. Matthew 3.11. Mark 3, 29, Luke 3, 16, John 1, 33, Matthew 3, 11, Mark 3, 29, Luke 3, Luke 3, 16, John 1, 33. So Jesus spoke a commitment that Jesus, or John, sorry, not Jesus. John spoke a commitment that Jesus was going to be baptized with or Jesus was going to baptize people with the Holy Ghost. So now, one more examine. Look at in verse 1 of Acts 2. Oh, say, ah, we are just going back and forth. Well, that's Bible study. Because it will help us to flow better, right? Now, look at Acts 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were one in one accord in one place. Now, one will take those things carefully. The day of Pentecost today, when it says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the word Pentecost is from the Greek word Pentecost. It's just like I pronounce it, Pentecost. But let me spell it for you. P-E-N-T-E-K-O-S-T-E. P-E-N-T-E-K-O-S-T-E. Pentecost. It's not Pentecost, but it implies 50, 50, it implies 50, or the 50th, 50, or the 50th, we are, we are, we are in an interesting study now. Now look at Leviticus 23, 5 to 6. Leviticus 23, 5 to 6. Leviticus 23, 5 to 6. In the 14th, 14th day of the first month, at even, is the Lord's Passover. And on the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of the Unleavened Bread unto the Lord. Seven days ye must eat unleavened bread. Am I reading the right place? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 14th day of the Lord is the Lord. It says, on the 15th, is it 15th? Yeah. On the 15th day of the same month is the feast of the unleavened bread. Seven days ye shall eat the unleavened bread. Look at verse 15 to 16 of that same verse. 
Leviticus 15 to 16. That says, And ye shall count from count unto you from tomorrow, from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day you were brought the sheaves and the wheels offering, even Sabbath. And that says, Unto the morrow, after the seventh Sabbath day, ye shall number fifty days, and ye shall offer a new meat offering unto the Lord. So that's Pentecost. Pentecost is a feast that was celebrated by the Jews on the 15th, 50th, 50th day, 50th day after Passover. That is, and 50th day after Passover, and 49 days after the Feast of the Unliving Bread. 50th day after Passover, and 49th day after the Feast of the Unliving Bread. So, we can liken Pentecost of those days to our today in America Thanksgiving. How people come home, celebrate, oh, turkey day, this and that. You know, it's as though we are offering turkey as sacrifice. I don't even know. I don't know if I've thought of it that way. That's as though we Americans on, on Thanksgiving day, it's as though we are offering turkey. We are offering Turkey as a sacrifice. I don't have thought of it that way. <laughs> I am. I just thought of you. I just I was just sat down one day. I don't like hey, we're just killing Turkey. Turkey is not like a sacrifice. <laughs> there is that's their that's our that's like their own Pentecost. Now, so it was a very big celebration. I I still believe it is even till today. Pentecost is still a very thing. When we when we in when we were in Catholic primary school, when we were younger, they celebrated this Pentecost time. Then that's what we now move gradually to Ash Wednesday. Um, something like that. Fever will know more. Fever went to it. Oh, why should know. Why should know. Lenty season now. That's, that's the Pentecost time. Exactly. Why is a G there? Why? All right, so now look at it. Let's go back to our hearts too. It says, when it was fully come. So it says, fully. So now look, look at something. You know. It says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Now look at Act 1 3. To whom he showed himself alive. After his passion by many infallible proof, being seen of him 40 days, now 40 now, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So Jesus was there with them for what? 40 days. So when he says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, how many days was that? That would be about 10 days after, or 9 days after, right? Does that make sense? So that would be 10 days or 9 days after. Or 9 days after. So now, that means Jesus left after 40 days. The 9 days after Jesus left, something happened. And that was Pentecost. So it wasn't too long. So that's why when he told them, don't worry. So what, what do you think they were doing for 9 days? They were praying, no. So... He says, he was with them for 40 days. So Jesus was with them for 40 days. And he asked them to wait for the promise of the Father. Now, look at what Jesus said in Acts 1. It's going to make sense. It's going to make sense now. 
go to that heart one. In that sense, look at that heart one, verse 5, that we have been looking at. For don't truly really baptize with water, and ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Did Jesus lie? No. Did Jesus lie here? Yeah. He didn't. He says, not many days hence. Does that make sense? Not many days hence. So now, so now look at. So he was with them for 40 days. He told them they would baptize. So how long did they wait? How long did they wait? They waited to the feast of Pentecost. That's nine days after. They waited for just nine days. So and Pentecost is the 50th day. So we can simply say Jesus left last week and this next week he came. For tonight is so for tonight is after the feast of um, of the living bread. So observe something in Acts 2. Look at Acts 2, verse 38. I use this Acts 2, verse 38 to teach. If you look at the leading, um, the gifts of the spirit, this was my uncle test. Who has listened to it? Uh, they will trust you. And Peter said, Oh, <laughs> wait, what, what did I do wrong? <laughs> I said I listened to it, they did not believe me. <laughs> well, I don't know what you did wrong. Probably maybe because you're younger and they say you should tame your tongue. Maybe that's what you did wrong. <laughs> or probably when you used to say you, you cannot cut when you were younger. Maybe that's what you did wrong. That is still your team. <laughs> All I need is that we still use yam yam to knock your head. Anyway, and Peter said unto them. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And you shall what? Receive the Holy Ghost. Look at verse 39. For the promise is upon unto you and to your children. Uh, oh, so this is where they got this song. And the promise is upon you and to your children and to those who are far. And, and your children. No, it's not here. It's not here. And that says, even as the Lord our God shall call. So we have. In Acts 1 verse 5, he shall baptize with the Holy Ghost. In Acts 1 verse 5, Jesus said he shall baptize with the Holy Ghost. Acts 2 verse 38, Peter said the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, what does Peter mean by the gift of the Holy Ghost? Happy, happy. Get this one. The word gift is from the Greek word doria. I beg you, pay attention. You've been sleeping before, and I might say sleep now. <laughs> If you've been sleeping before, sleep now. We need to start using some of those terminologies more often. The word gift is from the Greek word doria. It implies what is offered freely by the giver. What is offered freely by the giver? Like to bestow upon a beggar. Just like saying, I'm begging you for money and I gave you something. You know how much you appreciate it. That's exactly how it is. So, Doria stresses the character of what? The giver. I'll come again. Gift is from the Greek word Doria. It implies what is offered freely by the giver. What is offered freely by the giver. Like to bestow on a beggar. What is offered freely by the giver. Like to bestow on a beggar. And it stresses the character of the giver. So in Peter's words, he says, you shall receive. So his emphasis was now receiving what God has given, right? So when he says you shall receive, don't forget, what does Doria do? It stresses the character of what? 
the giver. So when it says you shall receive, his emphasis was receiving what God has given. That is the character of the giver and not the character of the gift. I explained all of this in the gifts of the Spirit. You can listen to it. The character of the giver and not the character of the gift. So in context, in Acts 2 verse 16, let's go back there. That's how we started. But this is, the, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. In us is, and it shall come to pass in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall drink this, and upon my servant and upon the admins, I will pour out in those days, and they shall prophesy. So, Peter was quoting Joel. Peter was quoting Joel in that place. And don't forget, in Acts 2, verse 33, Acts 2, 33, look at Acts 2, verse 33. It says, Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the, of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this, which you now see and what? And hear. So that shows, observe that thing where it says, things you now see and hear. So that shows, Peter explained the gift of the Holy Ghost as what? The outpouring of the Spirit upon our flesh. Peter was explaining something. And what he was explaining was that the gift of the Holy Ghost is, upon, is the outpouring of the Spirit upon our flesh. Upon our flesh. Which you now see and hear. So it implies that Peter taught us, or Peter was teaching that, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost was now what? That they will receive tongues and intelligible words, which will be explained later as utterances. Intelligible words will be prophecy, that is, you will receive tongues and interpretation. Now, do you know what happened? Now, let me help you now. What Peter explained in Acts 2 verse 38, because look at, look at, look at what happened in verse 37. Look at verse 37. Look at it, please. In verse 37 B, they said, Peter said unto the apostles, Peter and to the rest of when they heard this, and they were preaching there, Peter and, and, and said to, unto Peter and to the rest of them, men and brethren, what should we do now? Verse 38, Peter now told them, in says, repent and be baptized every one of you for the remission of sins. In says, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, what was he telling them you they would do? He was telling them that that same thing that happened to us, don't forget, he still had to, had to, had to fall. He's telling them that that same thing that we did, you too will not be able to do it. He first got them saved, he preached to them. Don't forget, what does Doria do? He stresses the character of the giver. And is somebody getting it? So when he preached to them, and he said, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, it means, so that receive the gift of the Holy Ghost was, they will receive what? Thongs. Is it making sense to somebody? If it makes sense to you, let me see your hand. Or if it doesn't. If it makes sense to you, let me see your hand. Let me see. Ah, uh, it doesn't make sense to anybody? Okay. So it says they will receive tongues. Now, so don't forget, the times we are looking at, the spirit upon, things like he fell upon, or you see things like the spirit upon, fell on, fell upon them, you see those things used constantly in the book of Acts, that the Spirit of God is upon them, something fell on them, 
something fell upon them. And look at Acts 2. You are still in the spirit of Paul. Acts 2 verse 3. And there appeared unto them a cloven tongue as of fire. And what did he do? He sat upon each of them. He says he sat upon. Now, when he sat upon them, what was the corresponding action? Verse 4. Look at it. Look at it. Verse 4. And began to speak. So the corresponding action was prophecies. Tongues and interpretation of prophecy. Are you seeing it now? So when the Spirit of God is upon the person, what do you do? You speak. So you can be ministering. But can I think he says it this way? I, I, I don't want to quote him wrongly. I'm, I'm very careful of quoting people wrongly. I don't know where exactly. I don't know how it's. If I, I might not get this right way of quoting or something. He said, many at times you feel the Holy Ghost upon you. And you just sense that they, this I say, it's just it's an anointing upon you. See, what you do in that time is speaking. How many of you are ministering to somebody, probably you are preaching to the gospel to somebody, and as though you just felt something, open your mouth and speak. How many of you have felt it maybe when you are praying? You can give yourself an utterance, or pray in tongues, or just do something with it. When that thing is upon you, I know that for a music minister who is filled with the Holy Ghost, he will consistently feel that thing. What you do many a time, take a pause, speak in tongues and give it out. Many a time you might not even need to speak, it's just, a prophecy can just come out. Because an anointing is upon you. You will know. Are you getting me? Is it coming again? No, it has already come. It's already in you. Does that make sense? Now look at Acts 8. Now we want to see some examples. Look at Acts 8. Acts 8 verse 16 and 21. Acts 8 16 and 21. As yet, as for as yet he was falling upon none of them, only they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. Look at verse 17. The laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. It says, the lead, it says falling upon none of them. Look at what Peter now said in verse 21. It says, That has neither part or lot in this matter. For the heart is not right in the sight of the Lord. Now, what, what was Peter saying there? He says, you have no part or lot in this matter. And that's translated from the Greek word logos. It means you have no part. When it says you have no part in this matter, that's translated from the Greek word logos. It means utterances. Now, Simon the sorcerer, in verse 18 to 19 of that same place, where he says, and Simon saw them and all of those things, he says, give me also this power that wherever I lay in them, I receive the Holy Ghost. Now, Simon the sorcerer saw that the apostles laid hands, and those who believe, they also had utterances. So Simon saw it that, ah, as they touched somebody, something happens. It was like, you know what he was trying to do? It was like, give me. So I mean, when I touch people, something will happen. <laughs> Bad guy. It wanted something to happen. Look at Act 10. We are looking at, we are tracing events. Look at Act 10. Act 10, verse 44 to 46. Ah, Kai, I trust God. Glory to God. I, be, I believe these things in our coming meetings, 
in a I am in a view. Let's read it. Do you see what I was just thinking of? Ha, Kaya Manama. I trust God. Look at verse 44. Why Peter ye speak? Ha! Why you are ye speaking? I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying. I'm praying for your ministry. You are still here preaching the gospel. I heard this story. Baba was saying something. He said he was still trying to explain to somebody that, you know, this is the gospel. This is it. And the person just started speaking in tongues. He said, ah, ah. He said there was no room for, for say after me, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. He said, the person just started speaking in tongues. Hey, I'm praying. Why we are here speaking? People will fall under the power of God. The Holy Ghost will be so evident. See, he says, why Peter here speak? The Holy Ghost fell up, fell on all of them. Which end the world? But what was they saying? You know, the Greek word is this, and they say shagada, bragada, 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 bragada. Ah, you are still trying to explain. So you know, tongues. It just means um, it, you are talking to God, and you just say shagada, bragada. You never say now speak. <laughs> hey, my God, the Holy Ghost fell on them. Look at in verse forty-six, and the, look at what this is. He said, "The earth then speak with tongues." Yes, you see it? And magnify God. He says, the, the earth then speak with tongues. So that describes that. When the, thing fell, when the Holy Ghost fell on them, what happened? They were speaking. Ah, in our meetings, Shaprahatas, Skenska Pratis, Sopratianamandas, in our meetings, while the message is going on, people are receiving healing. People are falling. There's the move of the Holy Ghost. Why we are singing, why the choir is singing. There is an usher of the Holy Ghost. Men who could not speak in tongues will start speaking. I tell you, mark my words, they will. Just via your singing, people will speak in tongues. Via teachings, people will talk in tongues. In the believers' meetings, there will be usher of the move of God's Spirit. You are still trying to explain to them, this is the instruction, this is how to do. They are already speaking. It will happen. In the name of Jesus. Look at that 19. At 19, verse 6. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, what happened? Corresponding action upon them. The Holy Ghost came on them and they did what? They speak with tongues and what? Prophesied. So it is clear that Luke used the terminology spirit upon as an eyewitness terminology. So what Luke was doing in the book of Acts was to explain the spirit upon as an eyewitness terminology. That is, what people saw was what they call spirit upon. So it means, what, don't forget what we saw in Acts 2. What which they now see and hear. So what I saw and heard, Luke was describing it as spirit upon. So if I heard you speaking in tongues and giving interpretation, Luke saw it as the spirit upon. Luke wrote in that spirit upon. So when you read the book of Acts and you see spirit upon, are you seeing it? It means people are speaking. Does that make sense? And people saw them speaking. So it describes utterances, which is tongues and prophecy in the book of Acts. Tongues and prophecies in the book of Acts. So the terminology used in the book of Acts for receive the gift of the Holy Ghost or the spirit upon Or fell on or falling on was refined to utterances, 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 utterances. So the fam, the spirit upon received the gift of the Holy Ghost in the book of Acts refers to supernatural utterances. 
I don't know if you can speak in tongues here. I love you, right? Supernatural utterances. Paul also used the word promise in the book of Acts. Look at Acts 13. Acts 13, 23. Acts 13, 23. It says, Of this man's seed, as God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a savior. He used the word promise. And the word promise in the book of Acts, don't forget, it means the gifts of the Holy Spirit by Peter, resurrection of Jesus by Paul. Promise. Promise. So now, let's go back to our Acts 1 verse 5. Back to Acts 1 verse 5. Let's go back there. For John truly baptized with water, and he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days ends. Now, I want to see that term baptized with the Holy Ghost. Are you ready? That fights with the Holy Ghost. We want to look at that thing again. Look at Acts 11 verse 16. Don't forget, Scripture will explain Scripture, right? Acts 11 16. Look at it. Then remembered I the word of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Now, Peter was quoting Jesus' words in Acts 1, in this, this Acts 13, Acts 11, sorry. Peter was quoting Jesus' word. So now look at Peter said Jesus statement. Look at Peter was saying Jesus' statement. Don't forget, Peter's explanation in Acts 2, verse 4 was that there will be an outpouring of the Spirit upon. And he explained it as the gift of the Holy Ghost. You see that in Acts 2, verse 38, Acts 11, verse 17. So now, look at something, a very profound some, a very profound question. In Acts 19, don't forget, Peter explained it as the heart point of the Spirit of God. Look at Acts 19, verse 1 to 6. Acts 19, verse 1 to 6. Don't forget, we are still studying the glory among us. So. Hope you've not forgotten. We are still studying the glory among us. Acts 19, let's read. And it came to pass... While Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. Verse 2. And he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? He now says, We've not heard whether there be any, any Holy Ghost. Verse 3. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. And Paul, and then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto these people, what should they believe upon on him which should have come up after him, that is, on Christ Jesus? And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Look at verse 6. And when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they speak with tongues and prophesied. Now watch carefully. Paul simply asked, asked a question. And the question was, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? What did we explain receiving the Holy Ghost as? What did we explain it? <laughs> Receiving the Holy Ghost. Yes. Receive the Holy Ghost. What did I explain it as? 
Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> All right. So, now, it is clear that those folks there, we are not even saved. So, Paul explained the baptism of John to them. That's why in verse 4, Paul allowed, uh, uh, even John baptized with the baptism of repentance. So, what are you now saved unto? <laughs> so, now, in verse 5, the answer is, when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord. That means they now got saved. Are you seeing it? The sequence. They got saved. Now, look at something. Luke did not mention the baptism with the Holy Ghost. He says they were baptized in the name of the Lord, not in the name of the Holy Ghost. Or they were baptized with the Holy Ghost. Luke said in this chapter 19, verse 5, they were baptized in the name of the Lord. So that's to make you understand that that statement means they were now saved. Verses now clears it for us. He now says, look, Paul laid hands on them. And that Paul laid hands on them, and the Holy Ghost came on them. So, what, 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 what did Luke mean by the Holy Ghost came on them? Don't forget. A very, now, I want to teach you receiving. What, what did Luke mean by the Holy Ghost came on them? In verse 6b, he said, And they spoke with tongues and prophesied. So, that shows a vital thing to pay attention to. In the book of Acts, is the word receive. Hmm. We are, we are, we are, where I want us to get to somewhere in this teaching. The word received is translated from the Greek word lambano. Lambano. And it applies to take from, to take from, to hold, to obtain, to take from, to hold. To obtain. It is active. It is active. That is, the recipient will deliberately take a hold of something already given. It is active. That is, you want to take hold of something that is already given. So, I'll say it again. The word received is translated from the Greek word lambano. It means to fake. To fake form. To hold. To obtain. That is, the recipient is deliberately faking the hold of something already given. So, now, Lambano was used severally in the book of Wives to describe the deliberate action of the recipient. So now, Lambano was used to describe the deliberate action of the recipient. The deliberate action of the recipient. That's what Lambano was used for. To describe the deliberate action of the recipient. Look at Act 1, 20. Act 1, 20. At 120. Now we are looking at we are looking at where Lambano was used. At 120. 
For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein. His bishop will let another take. This is a prophecy as touching Judas Iscariot. Let his bishop will let another man take. That word take, lambano. Let another one receive, take hold of. Are you seeing it? At 125. Now, look at it. That he may take part of his ministry and apostasy from which Judas by Chargeshaw fell, that he might go to his own place. What's Lambano there? All right. Look at Acts 2, verse 25. Acts 2, verse 23. In being de- delivered from the terminate council of God and the final year, yeah, take him and by the weekend I crucify him. What's the Lambano there? Faking. Look at Acts 9, 25. At 9.25. So it is the same word for take, taking, took. It describes the response of the recipient. At 9.25. Then the disciples took him by night and let him down in the wall of the basket. So you see, took him, take, took, everything, take him. It describes the response of the recipient to take what is already available. You see that in those in those in this text that we just saw, in these instances of the text we just saw, what is taking was already available. Is Bishop Reed let another man take? That means his place was already empty, right? Let another one just occupy it. In this last one, at 9 verse 25, the disciples took him by night and they, they took him because he was already there. Are you seeing it? Now, so it is important for us to know something that the believer's response to the gift of the Holy Ghost, which we have explained, is tongues and prophecy. So that shows, as a believer, you are the one who will deliberately lay hold of the things of the Spirit in the meetings. Don't forget, we are still studying the glory among us. As a believer, guys, you have to be on the edge. What do I say? You have to be on the edge. Like, how many of you, somebody has promised you that 10 o'clock, you're going to send an alert, and you're just looking at the time, looking at the time. Something happened to me yesterday. We looked at other me food, and I, was, I just kept looking at the time, 12.37, 12.37. When 12.37 will reach, ah, the food will not come. I'll come half away my food. <laughs> now, that is take, because I know, see, I don't know, I'm trying to look for the best example, Holy Ghost help me. Take means you are you you, you know this is available. You are saying you know this is a grace. I know this is available. I want to take. There was something in the last charisma meeting that happened. All of us wanted to cast the spirit of a leader. Everybody, Baba so does that. In this meeting, there's something to catch. So everybody came to catch. So what, what the, the the statement that, that was emphatic in the pre-service was everything was you have come to catch. There are things that can be caught in the atmosphere. There are things that can be caught. Ha, come on. Everybody was just on the edge to catch. You're wondering what are we catching? We want to cast things in the spirit. <laughs> do, do you just see? They just tell us, you know, in this service, there are still things to catch. Our pastor has explained to us that there are things to catch. There are things that can be caught in the atmosphere. Ha, you can catch consecration. Baba Nato does That song that came out, whenever, never, never. Told us, now you can catch something from that song. Everybody, everybody was under the power of God. Because what we were catching was consecration. Everybody just were sober. There was, one, there, was one, there was one time we was teaching and he just said, 
Something is going to drop tonight. Everybody ran out. He said, no, go back. He said, tonight, you will not switch it. He said, all flesh will see the glory. All flesh will see the... He said, something is going to drop tonight. Everybody... Everybody ran. All those in the front. He said, no, go back to your seat. Because we want to catch. Even me that I was at the back, I wanted to catch. I did not know I saw myself around the front too. <laughs> <coughs> it was when they said, go back to your seat. Everyone was like looking at ourselves. My father said, all flesh will see the glory. Everybody will run back. <laughs> we are on the edge. Because that's Lampano. You are praying. You are fasting. You want to catch something. There are things to receive. So we said Lampano is what? What did we say Lambano is? Lambano is for fake, to obtain, to lay hold of. So, when you call for meetings, there are things to catch. There are things to lay hold of. Do you know that via the worship, you can catch something? You don't necessarily have to wait. Baba told us a story. He said, there was a time he was sick and he was preaching for a friend. And the guy just sang something about healing. He said he was trying. He said his whole body was in pains. And he still had to preach. He said, as the minister got there and sang a song, he said he just caught healing from the song. And he said, I believe and I receive from the song that I'm healed. You can catch something in the meetings. That's Lambano. Fellowship that you should listen to this, the things you explain. So, there are, Lambano means you take hold of something. Look at Art 1. So, when you take hold of something, it is a deliberate action. Have you seen it? A deliberate action. A deliberate action. A deliberate action. So now, and the response to the gift of the Holy Ghost that they received was tongues and interpretation. They now did something. Look at that one verse 8. That one verse 8. That one verse 8. It says, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Judea and Jerusalem, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Now, that was a corresponding action. Look at Acts 2, verse 3, 33. Acts 2, 33. Acts 2, 33. It says, Therefore, being exalted, it now says, which is, and having received the Holy, the, receive of the Father, the promise of the Holy Ghost, which is set forth. To this, which ye now see and hear, Acts 2, verse 38. And Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Acts 8, verse 15. Acts 8, 15. Acts 8, 15. Acts 8, 15. It says, Who, when they come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. At age 17. And they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. So that means we can conclude that the use of the word receive. So when we say we want to receive something, there are things to receive in the meeting. I want to receive. Receive is a deliberate response of the one who has received the Holy Ghost. It's a deliberate. It's, it's on your call. Are you getting me? It's on your call. I want to, I, I want to receive. That's why I explained to you why the phone I said, it is you that will deliberate. Are you seeing it now? That is the believer that deliberately, that deliberately knows to the effect of which he wants to receive the power of God. It's on your call. It's on your call. It's a deliberate response. 
is on your call. So in the book of Acts, we've seen that the believers were responsible for the Spirit falling upon them. Nothing just don't just happen suddenly. You are the one responsible for it. So if you come for a meeting now, it, if you do not receive, it's your problem. Are you seeing it? Are you seeing it, guys? So if you are in, within believers, if you are in an Holy Ghost meeting and you did not receive, whose problem is it? It is your problem. Because it is available. You just need to catch what is available. And that's why we are praying. We're going to make power available, right? So now, a lot is going to be available. You are the one who will receive. <laughs> it's on your call. You will be the one to receive. You are responsible for it. So all the believers were responsible for the spirit falling upon them. They were responsible for the baptizing of the Holy Ghost. And which can be referred to as the demonstration of the Holy Ghost. The believer is the one responsible. Do you know that? This atmosphere now, things are available to receive. But you know that you came to this place with, oh, you, uh, just have this. Let me just come and see. How are you going to receive? No. Do you know that? As I'm teaching, you can just open your mind and say, I love this teaching meeting. That is, do you know that? Some of you know, Favon knows, Belumi knows. I don't used to teach like this before. I, I'm not a good teacher anymore. I just saw someone do it and I said, Oh Lord, I believe and I receive. I love this. I believe and I receive that this grace works upon me now. I put my hand on the TV and I prayed in the Holy Ghost. And that is how I start teaching. From that minute, I, I became a teacher. I don't used to teach like this. Now people say, wow, the way you explain this or the way you do this uh, for where? Before. Everyone knows. When I want to teach. Is it that tabon? No, no, not that. My speech is not. I don't have a good speech. That's me. I do I don't have a good speaking. I didn't even have a good speaking voice. That is why when Queen came the last time, ooh, wow. Do you remember those days when I used to say, eh? how, are you, how are you doing this? I don't used to. But I, I, I saw something that I liked. I said, Lord, it's, a, it's on your call. I tell you, there is no grace working in my life that I did not get from somewhere. But it's on your call. Just imagine you came here now and you just said, wow, I love this. I want my teaching ministry to be this effective. And you're just paying attention. Opening the scriptures, looking at the detail. Bro, you teach. Because the grace is available. I, I, I'm well, I'm not, I can't say, I can't call myself a teacher yet. But I, I see they do 1%. That 1%, I believe, is available too. I've not gotten to where I want to get in teaching. <laughs> when I get there, I'll let you know. But I'm not there, I'm still in 1%. But at that point, you will know that. You know that it's in the atmosphere. So nothing don't just happen. You know, especially all of you that are listening to me, it will be very wrong if you can't teach the gospel. Because there should be something that should have rubbed off on you. Because you're listening to someone who teach almost every day. It should rub off. Because it is on your call. You sit down teaching meetings, you sit down every uh -uh. you sit down in prayer meetings, you sit down in Holy you see me doing follow with your spirit and you can't. It's your problem. It's on your call. So you see that they can be diverse demonstration of the spirit if only you are ready. How how hungry are you? 
So the gate of the Holy Ghost, baptized with the Holy Ghost, is used to describe supernatural deeds of the believer in the book of Acts. Gate of the Holy Ghost. So that shows the workings of the Spirit in the believer's activity. That means the workings of the Spirit are in the believer's activity with the gospel. The workings of the Spirit are in the believer's activity with the gospel. So, I wonder if you know how to receive. You know that, like that song, you can just receive from his strength is available, power is You know, we can just sing us that song and you can receive strength from that song. You can just receive wisdom as touching a certain direction and say, oh Lord, I receive wisdom. You can just receive the power of God from the song. You can see, oh shoot. It's on your call. See, there are times, see, let me tell you. I play a voice every day to the point that even if I'm beaten, I'm playing that voice. You know why? It's on my call. Even if I'm not paying attention to what he's saying, I just need that voice hearing around me. There is a rub off that happens to me with that voice. I don't necessarily have to be beat. Once I hear that voice, I'm ready. I just know, <laughs> wow, <laughs> something has happened to me. They can just be there. I'll just say, today, I just want to go back and receive again. <laughs> it's on your call. As a believer. Ha. <laughs> so, when they say Lambano, you're praying. So, you see what they were doing in Acts 2? They prayed. They really want to receive something. Is the Spirit? Don't forget they were born again. Those that were born again, they were born with the workings of the Spirit. But how did they lay hold of it? They prayed, right? As they prayed, the Holy Ghost came upon them. So how would you receive? You pray, right? Sometimes you fast. Sometimes you set your words aright in this meeting. Yes, it's a teaching meeting, but I believe and I receive sharpness and precision in my teaching meeting. You see the two ways I switch. I didn't learn it though. It rubbed off on me. Have you noticed that when I'm teaching something, I'm touching ministry, I don't teach this way. You think it's just happened that way? No, it's a rub off. I desired it. I saw it and I desired it. No, Lord, I, I like this. I want the same thing to work in my own life. So listen to me and say, you speak, sound like this. You wouldn't want me to sound like your father. <laughs> That's the rub off. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a rub off. You see the things of the spirit, and I say this, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to bend words. I thank God forever and I call Washego. I saw how a man can teach Bible doctrine and flow so well in the things of the spirit. I saw it. I have never seen any man in this life do it. You can't you can quote me anywhere. He said he saw Kenetigi. Me, I don't believe. Me, I saw him. It is two ways. It's either people are too extreme of Bible doctrine and they don't know how to flow with the Holy Ghost, or people are too extreme of the Holy Ghost and they don't know how to flow with Bible doctrine. But I saw somebody who can combine both. I said, Lord, this is me. <laughs> I went for it. Lambano. I know I never reached the old, but I, st- I know say I did 1%. I'm not there yet. But at least the 1% will use it well. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. The 1% will get it well. But it's a rub-off. It's a rub-off. It's a rub-off. 
So when you gather together, there are the workings of the spirit that can rub off in the meetings. Is it making sense to somebody? So this is are you seeing first Corinthians 14 26? When you come together, there can be a rub off. When you come together, police can give us a sound. When Ashake can give us, Ashabi can give us a sound. Ashaf can give us a psalm as we sing. And in, that, in just that psalm, something can happen to us. I mean, if you have seen it, in the doctrine, when we come together, something can rub off. When we have a tongue and interpretation, we can receive. It's a rub off. It's a rub off. It's at your core. Nothing don't just happen. Those that something happened to them in the book of Acts, it was a deliberate action. How deliberate and hungry are you? I tell you, if you're hungry, you will see the power of God. If you're hungry, you will see the move of God. If you're hungry, you will, see, you, you will see diverse move of the Holy Ghost. You just have to be hungry. Every meeting should keep you hungry. Every teaching meeting be hungry. The power of God is, the Bible says in Luke 5 verse 17, when the power of God was present to you, the power of God, as Jesus was teaching, the power of God was also present to you. Jesus was even just ministering. And the power of God was there. 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 So, it's a rub-off. It's a rub-off. It's a rub-off. The power of God can even be here. First Corinthians 4 verse 5, it says, when we are gathered together, the power of God can be here. The power of God can be here. You know, we need meetings. We're not going to be having religious meetings every Sunday, no. Because we have to learn God's word. But in those gatherings, when we come together, it can just be two of us. It can be three of us. There can be the walkings and the mighty demonstrations of the Spirit among us. I remember when we were together, me and my friends, we sat down together just in April. We were just sitting and we, we saw the vision and the call of God for ministry upon our lives. It was as though the revelation gift was so strong. I have never seen myself flow with the revelation gift that precise. Just because we, you know what we did? We received in the meeting. Then we stayed back. We said, let's, let's, let's just act on what we received. We sat down. We prayed in the Holy Ghost. Jim Hakim's clarity came clear via me. I, I was even surprised. He said, wow, I have been praying and fasting. He said, I have been praying and fasting for this thing you told me for days, for months, for years. I've gone through confusion. And this thing you told me, this, thing, this is exactly what I've been praying for. You know why? Because, can I take it say, God will do more. In 10 minutes in an Holy Ghost and Believers meeting than in one hour in the teaching meeting. A lot will happen in just that 10 minutes that will not happen in one hour teaching meeting. So when believers come together, there is something that happens. The glory of God is there. The power of God is there. That is the glory among us. The workings of the Spirit. I will say it again. Kenneth Higgins said, I was listening to him. He said, God will do as much in 10 minutes than in one hour. In the believers' meeting, what you've been talking, trusting God, somebody can just lay on and say, You know, this thing works so strong in your life. It works so strong. Well, my, my friend just called me aside. I see it. He just says, yeah, I see you've not been stretched. I see you've not been functioning much in the power game. He said, You know what? Stretch your hand. He used my hand to do practical. He took my hand backwards. My hand literally went backwards. And my hand came back forward. It was as though my hand went shorter and longer. It used me to do practical. I said, from today, this thing still works in your life. So strong. I was down under the power of God for some minutes. I was like, oh my God. As I stood up, I, 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 could, I, 
like I stood up, but when I told us, you know you can touch somebody around you who is sick. The person just said, you know what, my body just go okay. <laughs> I said, you don't understand. In my head, I said, you don't understand. <laughs> and something just happened to me. A lot will happen when we come together. So that's why Paul, in his, in his teaching, so don't forget, the workings of the Spirit in the believer in the belie- are in the believer's activity. So it's your core, right? You understand how to receive? Are you seeing how to receive? So when you call for a teaching meeting, you call for a meeting, it's on your call. Nothing don't just happen. I'm sharing you a story. I wish I would still share when we are still talking, but I just sense to share one now. Reverend Ike was saying he went for a meeting in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He said he told himself. He said because the, I was just listening to that. I've been listening to him since yesterday. To the, he told himself, he said, ah, what, what happened in this meeting? So what is happening in these meetings? He said he dropped his bag. He said, because of the way he fly, he flew into the country, came to the U.S. for Tulsa. He said, he flew into the country and he said that, ah, he was very tired. He said he was so tired. He said he was already telling him, you know, you can be very tired. He said, ah, I will not attend this meeting. I will not attend this meeting. I will, I will miss the first session. I will miss the first session. I will go and sleep. I will go and sleep. He said he not told himself, how would I come all the way and come and sleep? He said, as he entered the meeting, the first word of knowledge that came, there is a preacher from here. You came from Nigeria. <laughs> he said, wow. <laughs> he said, wow. So that's how I will have gone to sleep. <laughs> and the world will be waiting for me. <laughs> he, said, he said, people came out. He said, no. We are not saying people that are in the U.S. that are Nigerian. He said, you came from Nigeria. He said, he was the only one. He said, the thing is even on record. He said, he was the only one. He said, Mrs. Egan ministered to him by the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, when he came out tonight, he said, thank God my flight was delayed. He said, when he now got back to his hotel room, he said that the card did not work. <laughs> he said, the card did not work. He said, imagine. The first thing he went was to go to the hotel room. He said, you see, there's no way the devil, you can't, there's no way you can explain how the devil is doing you than that. He said, <laughs> he said but listen. He said, but it was a call. I've told myself as I was praying, as I was preparing, as I was on the airplanes, as I was stressed, I will receive in this meeting. I will receive in this meeting. I will receive in this meeting. Because nothing don't just happen. It's on your call. He gave another instance. He said, 1995. He said, when he was in, he, he went for this believer's law, Pastor Kuzia Kilomers camp meeting. He said, the first day, him and his prayer, they have some issues. He couldn't move. He couldn't leave his house. So he had to jump over the fence. He said the next day, he just said, I beg. He jumped over the fence. He said that place was in Badagri, Lagos. He said he, he jumped over the fence, this and that and that and that. He ran away. He said the next day, he said unknown to him, he didn't know that that's the, the next day he was going, that was the real meeting. The first day was just flag meeting. They would just say, welcome, introduction. He said he, he, he even had to trek at some point from Ikorodu, from CMS to Badagri. And all those. He said, well, long church. He said, we're just praying down. I will receive in this meeting. The, uh, when the courses will be called out, this and that. He said, he, he told himself this and that and that. He told him, he said, this will be. He said, as Pastor Chris, you are me, God on his pulpit. He said, unknown to him that that was the first time he was actually ministering in the meeting. He said, the very first thing he said, he said, there is a preacher here from Ikorodu, come here. He said, ah, he told the person beside him, he said, that's my case. That's the name of my church. And he said, he ministered to him by the power of God. See, I tell you, there is nothing that happen. Nothing don't just happen. Nothing don't just happen. He said he went for a meeting too in 1994. He said Rostatro. He said he never knew that Rostatro would preach. He said he even smuggled his way to enter into the meeting. He said Rostatro just called. He said, you that young man, come here. He said as the man preached, he already received the vision for what global vision or what global evangelism. He said that man, he just said, you that young man, come here. He said, come here. He just said, 
he, he started prophesying on his life, giving him what he said. Are you hearing me? He said, No, I'm not just hearing you. I'm, I'm recording you. There's a walk by with me. I came here ready. See, when the man comes ready, the desires will be met. I tell you my own story. I just went back home, just a couple of days back. I told myself, Lord, I have many struggles. I have many issues. I have many things troubling me. I don't want to go come back home the same way I came. The very first word of knowledge in that meeting on the Sunday, I was already giving up. I fasted. I prayed. Dry fasting. Me and my friend, we told ourselves, we looked at the crowd. Thousands and thousands of people. We said, Lord, how do you meet us in this place? We told ourselves, bro, we know one thing that will work. Prayer and fasting. We said, let's fast. We fasted and prayed. The two of us cases were the only cases that was mentioned. I told my friend that followed me to I said, when we're going in the I told her, I said, see, I did not come all the way. She said, hey, this is your vision. This is your, she said, this is your expectation is putting me on. It's putting me like I'm not ready for this meeting. I said, ah, why? She said, ah. I said, you don't understand. The money that they, I used to come is not even my own. These people gave me this money. I cannot disappoint those that the Spirit of God told to give me. I'm going ready. Before I went, I've fasted, I've prayed, I've listened, I've studied, I was ready. I was praying, I was trusting God. I've heard Baba's story. I was like, ah, this, this same thing must happen to me. Don't forget, it's on your call. You must be the one deliberate. Ah, I said, this, my case was mentioned because if I go back and my case is not mentioned, it has finished. No word of knowledge Friday. On a norm, if there is no word of knowledge on Thursday, it will come on Friday. I was ready for Friday morning. I was ready. I was already praying fasting. Today is my day. I was telling Sister Sandra, I'm sitting beside me. I said, they will mention my case. They will mention my case. They will mention my case. I was just saying, I said, they will mention my case. I do the exact way. I told her, this is the exact way I want my case to be mentioned. On Saturday, on Sunday morning, I was already, I was already sad, angry. Which one is I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, this one is this one. The first case, we want to pray for some people here. They say, Pastor, some of you came from outside. That the exact way I told Sister. That's your case. That's your case. I said, Yeah. Ha. I said, Go. Ha. The way I ran, you will pity me. <laughs> and they listened to me and spoke words on my life. I will never forget those words for my on my life. That, that there was just that there was just that there was just that harsh. I tell some of you, I said, I was drenched with the glory. I could not when I stood up, I was so heavy. For hours, I was I was literally still fidgeting. The next case they mentioned, my friend's case, eight different expressions. You're a senior pastor. Hey, my friend, we made it. You know what we did? We said, we are not breaking our fast. Let's continue. There's still more. Let's do more. We fasted to the end of the meeting. We said, ha. after we're done, we're not giving ourselves utterance. You know, as per that thing they didn't out to you about, <laughs> we're not giving ourselves. We made it. Two cases all through the meeting. That was the only two. You know what I did? I have already put it on my Twitter. I said, I told him, I told, I told him, he didn't see it before, he wasn't active. I didn't tagged him, I said, Baba, you minister to me in this meeting, I'm coming all the way for Lambano. He didn't see, he wasn't active on Twitter for two weeks before the meeting. After the meeting, he now said, wow, he now responded, he said, wow, glory to God. He said, glory to God, he now said, wow, that was awesome. <laughs> he didn't know. But it's it on your call. It's on your call. See, the deliberateness you put in, you know what? Jim Hakim said, he told me something. He said, Jim Hakim has a different expectation than me. He said, he, he trusting God for something. Pastor Lola wasn't ministering or something. Pastor Lola was just walking around. So, Pastor Lola just met Jim Hakim. Pastor Lola just said, come. Pastor Lola just said, you know, from today, Pastor Lola just spoke words on him. He said, Jim Hakim said, I saw a river flowing 
of healing walking through me. He said, I know the healing gifts work so strong. He said, I just as Pastor Lily is leading on me. Vision just he, he said his desire because the zona pastor is Pastor Lily. His desire was that he will make that he wants this woman to lean that there's something upon her that she wants. Me, I didn't have that desire. So he, he can sing. He said, I desire that Pastor Wally will lean on me. I don't know how. He just told me. He just lay there. How? He said he was just walking about. He just looked at him. I said, how did they look at you that way? I was even wondering. He said, bro, we came differently. He said, me, I can sing. You, you are not a singer. I said, I want my own. I like what I see in him. This man can sing. Imagine how somebody will see everybody's on the floor. He said, that's what me, I want. Me, I sing. I said, ah. Because it's at your core. It's at your core. See, when you are hungry, if at your call, receiving. See, how to receive in a meeting is not spooky. You just have to do the right thing. Nothing happens deliberately. Nothing. Nothing. And see, when you see a man that flows with the Holy Ghost, that flows with the Holy Ghost, that recognizes the Holy Ghost, see, your work is half done. I, I, I'm sorry for you if you are receiving from someone who does not answer the Holy Ghost. If you don't, the man will not know what to do. But if you know somebody flows with the Holy Ghost, bro, <laughs> put it at your call. I was watching a live meeting one time. Me and my friend, best friend, we were, were watching. I said, I told my best friend, I said, I don't know. I just trust that this meeting, they will call our case someday. I have never heard Baba call. He just said, there are some of you, two to three of you watching from North America. My friend said, you said it. I said, I, this meeting, it's just an online meeting. Just somebody writing it. He said, so some of you watching from North America, from right here, there will be the glory of God moving through your ministries and your meetings. As when I knew, wow, we are walking through the glory of God. <laughs> she just said, Baba mentioned the Baba. I said, yeah. I said, we are ready. It's at your call. It's at your call. The meeting me and Abraham went for. I said, Abraham, I said, you know, we have to trust God, though. We said, okay, we'll trust God. I told Abraham, let's pray. Let's, let's go to the front. Let's sit down. So there's this man, Pastor George Pearson. I've always admired that man. I didn't know he was even coming to the meeting. I've always admired him. He has worked with Kennedy for 50, 40 to 45 to 50 years. Not Kennedy, Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland is, I believe, one of the greatest American prophets that is still living on time. I believe, I, I, this is how I see it. I believe Kennedy had to die for Kenneth Copeland to arise. <laughs> And he has worked with that man for 40 to 50 years. I told Abraham, me, I don't know about you. This man must, must touch me to deal. <laughs> I said, I didn't have, I, I desire this man. There's something, when the man was teaching, you will literally, just him, and he thought on the glory of God. <laughs> he was just explaining the prophecy from Kenneth in 1983 prophecy. I shared it with some of you when I came back. He was explaining that prophecy. He explained the prophecy. The glory of God was there. He said, this is the year of the glory of God. <laughs> I said, Abraham, me, I don't know. This man was minister to me. Oh, I don't care. After the meeting, we just went to him. He just said, he just said wow, you poor Africans? I said, yeah. I said, all right. I said, well, uh, I said, pray for us. He said, take the glory. What do you know is the glory we want? <laughs> He said, take the glory, take the glory, take the glory. That, that's how he said, wow, we, I knew something came upon me. Are you getting me? That is how to receive in a meeting. See, the workings of the Spirit can be so strong in the meetings. It can be so strong in the meetings. It is at your call as believers. You are the one who we plug in. You are the one who we plug in. Nothing don't just happen. Nothing don't just happen. Nothing. Nothing and nothing don't just happen. I tell you, I was ministering one time in 2019. And my friend, who we both slept in the same house, came to the meeting. And the first word of knowledge that came, there is somebody here. This and that. She was the one. I was like, ah, ah. What happened? 
You didn't tell me at tomb that you had a problem. We thought we would have prayed at tomb. He said, Well, you are a man of God. <laughs> Just minister to me. I had to take the mind down. You thought tell me now. Why 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 did why did I have to struggle to pick this? <laughs> if we are what if I say you are a man of God, lay hands on me. Person was under the floor for some minutes. I was like, wow, there are things that can happen. It's at your core. It's at your core. It's at your core. See, it's at your core. I tell you, there is no workings of the spirit. It's, I saw it on people. I teach today. I don't used to teach this way. I just told you. I don't used to. I just saw, I saw someone. I loved it. I was like, this is how I want to. I trust God. I received it. I received the teaching ministry. I said, Lord, okay. I know I've been fooling with the Holy Ghost before now. I want it in a sharper way. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, wow. I see. You need to be there where it is done. You need to be in the right atmosphere. I just told you before now, right atmospheres and right meeting will make a lot of things in the believer. We produce a lot of results in the believer. You are under an atmosphere of a teaching meeting. You can catch it. You are under an atmosphere where the Spirit of God is flowing. You can just catch it. You need to be there where it's done. If you are not there, huh, see, <laughs> oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, there are things to catch even in these meetings. Even, even, even now, there are just things to catch. You know, there are just things to catch. There are those things to catch and things to catch because a minister will learn to flow with the Spirit of God. We will just learn to just flow with the Spirit of God. Tony, come. We will just learn to flow with the Spirit of God. We will just, we'll just learn to flow. We will just learn to flow. We just learn that the desires of your heart, we, 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 would, the desires of your heart, we, we, we be so strong. We will be so strong. Like I used to tell you, how hungry are you for the move of God? How hungry? I seem I to tell you that. You will be praying and struggle and desire the Lord. Wow, there is so much in my heart I want. There is so much in my heart I want. There is so much you are desiring for. See, you will stand above your peers. Stand above and above. Age will not be a barrier for you to minister God's spirit. People will look at you and wonder, how old are you? What's going on? But there will be so much mighty move of the spirit of God through you and in you. Walking through you and through your ministry. From today onward, as I pray and I speak to you, from today onward, there will be an... There will be just a bit of an height. You will step. It's like though you will step up in the moment of the spirit. You will just step up. You will step up and you will just step up and move and move more and further than you've ever been. You will reach more men, get more people filled with the Holy Ghost. More men are more receptive to you. you you'll be designed more in your cell meetings that you want to have two to three people or four or five sitting together and you teaching them, following you to church. Well, yeah, the time is now. Well, the time is now. The harvest is here for you. Come, let me lay hands on you. The harvest is here for you. And you will just walk in the newness of it now. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. That, that's, that's the power of God. The power of God can be so strong. It can be so strong in the atmosphere. It can. It's at your call. It's at your call. It's at your call. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ooh, glory to God. 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 Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost in a few minutes. Let's, let's pray. Let's pray. Lead your voice, pray. Let's pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost.
Hallelujah. How hungry are you? You know, you can come to a meeting and you might not even have desire something before you come. But also because you saw the atmosphere, a desire can come. I tell you, there's a meeting me and Soji we went for in 2015 where, where things happened. Me and him, we actually fought to that meeting. But when we got to the meeting, the glory of God was so strong in the atmosphere, it switched our atmosphere. And I tell you, the workings of God's spirit in my life that I know, it came from that meeting. It came from that meeting. A lot of things can rub off. It can. Glory to God. Glory to God. A lot of things can rub off. It's still the glory among us. It's still the glory among us. When believers gather, I sense that hush. I, you know that thing I explained to you as touching the spirit of it's, it's just so strong upon me. Sefra Kaskiana man, Kaskoda brothers. Into Sefra Kaskiana man, shatters. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. So the workings of the spirit in the believer are the activities in the believers, the workings of the spirit in the believers' activities with the gospel. So that is why Paul explained in his letter to the church in Corinth, the nine endowment of the spirit of God. Paul had to explain it, the nine things in the spirit of God. You see in 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 Corinthians 12, glory to God. 1 Corinthians 12. No, there are things to catch in meetings. There are things to catch. There are things to catch. There are graces to catch. There are things to catch. There are things to catch. You know, you can catch all trans gifts in the atmosphere. You see that I flow with all trans gifts. You can tell yourself, if there's something I know I flow with so much, I don't struggle with, ultra, with both. Revelation, all trans, I don't. Power gift, I don't even again. I used to before, but I don't. After hands was laid on me by my friend, I don't. <laughs> it works so strong. There are things to catch. And see, just like I gave someone the word of Do you know that? You can just... You, let me tell you how to receive in meetings. Or how I receive. Let me just give you a spinning. Just as I give that word, very exact. You can just tell yourself, wow. I want this exact exactness in my ministry. I saw it. I tell you, nobody taught me tongues and interpretation. I said, this is how you speak in tongues. I watched somebody do it. I just saw Pastor Seko do it. Seko just said, Chef that we call him Baba Utrans. We call Pastor Seko, but Pastor Seko teaches in Utrans. Pastor Seko is a man that doesn't take notes to talk to church. He just, he just take his small Bible. This side just opened his Bible. Father, we well, thank you. And he just start going. He's teaching and teaching. He teaches, he, the way he teaches, and he switches a lot. He's the one that taught me how to switch in teaching. Baba doesn't do it much often. He's the one that taught me how to, I just watch him do it, switch him, like I'll just be talking to you and I'll just switch. He's the one that, I just saw Pastor Sekudu, I was like, wow, I, I, I want this thing. I desired to pray over it. And I saw it, and I started seeing it suddenly work in my life. Because it's on your call. Are you getting me? He, he switches. He doesn't ah. He doesn't talking teaching and say. You know the Bible says, "Oh, Safra, Kisko, Dobra, da." And I just discovered that. You know what? Recently, I just discovered that they actually picked it from Kenneth Hagin. I was watching. I was listening to Kenneth Hagin one day, 
As Kenneth was just talking, he said, you know, he was just saying, he just, said, he just stopped. He just started laughing. Ah. I, I rewind it back. Ha, I mean, I, I'm, ha, I'm very observant. I, I looked at the progression. Bro, there was no pause to say you were entering spirits. You were talking, explaining the gospel. He just stopped. He was just talking, walking around and saying, you know, as a pastor, as a this, you don't. You don't. <laughs> and that's how the old service scattered. Ah, sir, how? How did you do it? I took it back again. Uh-huh. I, I went like four or five times. I kept going back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How did you do it? Then I saw that. Oh, so this is how this preacher saw it. Oh, so this is how. I just, I was, I just saw that. Baba has done that same thing before. He came for a meeting in 2018. Friday morning section. He was just teaching. Before he just sang. And he just, and he just said, you know, the Spirit of God, God doesn't have to tell you a joke to laugh. And he just said, he can even come suddenly. And he started laughing. Uh-uh. Some is scattered. I said, oh, wow. They saw it somewhere. I was like, oh, wow. They started laughing. He said, wow, I still have to teach the word today. And I discovered, oh, can he take it too? He's, he's always conscious on the word. Especially if it's not only goes meeting. Hey. I said, this thing will work in my own life. Oh, it has to. It's at your core. It's at your core. Are you getting one? It's at your core. As a believer, there are things and the workings of the that is all, it will rub off. And you know what? You are even in an atmosphere or you are in a ministry where we flow with the Holy Ghost. A lot should be rolling off on you. Don't just come to services. I tell you, this service leading to our meetings. Don't just come. <laughs> Something will happen. And I tell you, those three days, something will happen to you. <laughs> God told me, say you will receive a mandate. Something will happen. It's at your core. It's at your core. It's at your core. You will learn to respond and follow the promptings of the Spirit. Wow. You will learn to respond and follow the promptings of the Spirit. You will. It's at your core. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Something is in the atmosphere now. Lift your hands, everybody. Something is in the atmosphere, and I sense it strong. And that is stability in raising men. How many of you wonder? Be on your feet, everybody. Lift your hands. Something is in the atmosphere. Stability in raising men. Don't forget, it's at your core, right? No, no, you stay where you are. It's at your call. You are, I've taught you how to receive. So you're going to receive. I'm just going to pray for you and you receive it. Are you getting me? It's in the, it's in the stability of men following you. How many of you are hungry for that? Right now in the name of Jesus. Let that work in you now. 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 Glory to God. Now. Everywhere. 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 Stability in raising men. Men following you. Stability in discipleship. Yup, something is happening to you. Yup, 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 yup. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Be seated. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. One of you, you know something just happened to you. That's how it works. That's the glory among us. Stability. Stability. I saw that for you. I saw it for you. People will follow you more these days. You just open your heart. 
Just open your heart. Just open your heart. It's also for you too. People open, it's also for you. People just want to follow you. It's as though they love you. Just open your heart. Be open. Be open. Be open. It's for everybody. You know, you can that a word care for somebody doesn't mean that it is not for you. Listen, let me teach you something. That you see a word for somebody and you know you want that same thing. You will receive from it. Don't just that's why you are his man of the spirit. Baba used to tell us something. He said, if I give Africa a prophecy, you might not be in Africa, but you can receive it for your nation. That is how I receive. So me that you Papa say, I see the word of a charismatic renewal in Africa. I hear it as North America. <laughs> Are you getting? So I see it. That's that's something in the atmosphere. Who will do God? Men following us, discipleship, raising men, harvest. Is upon you as much as you are hungry for it. Pray in the Holy Ghost a bit more. Pray in the Holy Ghost a bit more. Pray in the Holy Ghost a bit more. So that's why Paul in his letters to the church to Corinth, you know, he believed. Ah, wow, I feel like I need to close my notes. It's time up. <laughs> you know, you should be able to the Holy Ghost interrupting your plan. Peter was preaching, and the Bible says the Holy Ghost uh, fell upon them. Why Peter? Yes, the Holy Ghost fell upon them. Peter didn't plan it that way. You can I take in a reference? Like I said, you have to be open to the Holy Ghost to interrupt your plans. Look, you look God. There is the glory among us in these meetings. And we want to steer ourselves up. How many of you are ready for that? Yes. I, I, I think I will continue my note tomorrow. <laughs> look, you look God. I've tried, tried, I've tried trying to return back to my note. But <laughs> let's see if I can still try. <laughs> I, need to, I need to say some things. Uh, Look at 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12. We're just going to be intelligent with the move of God. 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12. We're going to be intelligent with the move of God. Look at 1 Corinthians 12. We're going to be intelligent with the move of God. You know, a believer can be so intelligent with the move of God. 1 Corinthians 12. Now, you know, wow, all right. We're going to be intelligent with the move of God. We're just going to follow, trust the Holy Ghost to lead us as to do things. There is so much demonstrations and mighty workings of the Spirit in our midst. So much. It can, see, let me tell you. Never think, because I've received this point, there is no more to receive. No. Hey. You can receive to be overflowing. You can, see, I want to be, see, brethren, listen to me. Personally, as a minister, I want to be so full to be overflowing. Are you getting me? Can you think he was saying something in dimension? And he was saying a dimension of word of knowledge that I, I have never, I have never thought of. I've seen it work in my life, but I never saw it in, I've never seen it, I've never seen that that's how it worked. He showed us a dimension of word of knowledge. True Gehazi. He said, look at someone. Elijah's spirit followed Gehazi. And Elijah knew everything that Gehazi did. I, I said, ye, I've not seen that. I've not, I said, ye, ye, ye. I've not seen that before. The closest I've seen is, I probably would know that you are lying to me. I probably would know that what you did, what you did was wrong or something is wrong with you. I, 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 as I'm saying it now, how many of you have seen it? Can I tell you what I'm 
He now said, Chris Kitty now said, me. He now said the story. He said, me. Um, there was somebody that was coming to my house. I've done that a couple of times. I think I'll testify. Now, many of these things, some things will happen. I'm just telling you, this thing is about to happen. Watch. It's, and it will happen. Now, but I've not seen it in much dimension like I am. Can I think it's it? Um, he was just he was just in his house and he told his wife, um, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Egan. And he told his wife, he said, See, there's this there's this man that the Lord wants me to minister to. So he was dressing up. He said, he told his wife 10 minutes ago that there's this man the Lord wants me to minister to. That's in the that it, the Lord showed him that he lives the constitutional companies that ten minutes after he, he told his wife, the man, the man came to knock at the door. Ah. The wife now said, uh, my husband is planning to come and meet you. But I said, no, I'm, I want to come and meet my husband, your husband. I just want him to pray for me. He now told, he now told Kenneth, uh, his wife, everything that Kenneth already told his wife. Ah, the wife was now wondering. Ah, the, wife, the wife was already used to it because that's already Kenneth's flu. But look at it. I don't know if you have seen another dimension of what of them. The spirit of Elijah followed Gehazi. So when Elijah, when Gehazi came and said, Master, Elijah was just looking at Ogbeni. <laughs> I knew you. I knew what, I knew everything. I knew everything that happened. That's a dimension of word of knowledge. I've seen that thing, a couple of things happened in my life. In my life. Maybe, it's just like, there was something that wanted to happen to him at the one time. I thought I said, watch, they'll call you soon. This and that. Something like this will happen. And it happened. That there are things that happen. I'll just say, I just saw this in a vision. This and that. I have. But that dimension, your spirit follows somebody. That you don't understand what it means to say your spirit follows. That is, you were watching him. You were sitting there, you were watching him as it is happening. Yeah. <laughs> because this me and my friend have seen. Yeah, so we, we just like this pulpit now. Tell about this pulpit. A night before our meeting in 2014, 2013, we lie down like this. And we're just praying. We just lie down like this. And we just saw vision as touching what will happen in our meeting the next day. Soji told me, he said, that side, me, I saw another thing. Soji was very accurate, you know. He said, that side, I see water disturbing people. And it's as though people will just slid and fall down. Water. That we should, we should mop that area a lot tomorrow. That we should not know, we should not, we should not ensure that water is in that area. Because we are carried away as far, we are the ones, we are the organizers of the meeting. We carried away. So we, we, we forgot that meeting. But in the morning, when we woke up, the first thing we first did is to mop that side. When everybody was doing everything, we said, go and bath, go and bath. We will mop this area. Because we're trying to deal with that thing we saw. So we, because as far we are the boss now, so we came late as far we are baited, we prayed, this and that. So everybody was already ready. As we are dressed up and everything, they just told us there's water somewhere. Where's the mop? Where's the mop? Ah, we, and that's it, I told you, ah. You said what at that time? Let's go and check. Is that the same exact spot? So he took me there. We stood up from the plane. He said, This spot, this way I just saw it. The same exact spot. That's the water. I said, Yeah. I said, Oh, prophet. He said, Oh, this thing is working. He said, This is working. It's working. <laughs> but that's it. He said, That's, that's where the thing is. That's where the thing is. That's a dimension. Oh. See, we are going to walk so strong in the things of the spirit that nothing, nothing catch you on our way. Nothing. I remember in the in, in, in the Yukon, I saw something. I told I said, this is the way, Chabaka, this is the way you will dress. 
So some reason, the worker did not. Jesus wanted to fight the, the prophecy. <laughs> but things just orchestrated. That was the only clue that made him. I said, this, I have seen these clothes. This is what you are wearing. Are you kidding me? So there's a dimension of the things of the spirit we are going to move in these coming days. So much. See, we are going to be so few to be overwhelmed. See, let me tell you. When you see a dimension, there is still more. When you see another one, there is still more. When you see another one, there is still I am not satisfied. I have seen certain things. I thought you would have known a word of wisdom in this life. I'm not satisfied. I was showing you, I did one of my diary where I wrote some prophecies. I said, see this part, see this part, see this part. I said, I'm not satisfied though. I'm not. There are certain things I've seen before. Yes, I heard. Yes, I heard. I, just, I said, see, where did I write this thing? Three years ago, four years back, I've written this and it's happening now. And some will still happen. I said, we know be prophet too, but we did try. <laughs> there's still more. When you see one marriage, there's still more. You see one again, there's still more. You see one again, there's still more. See, let me tell you, the book of Acts is only recorded and showed us a glimpse. I've heard stories of people who say that they were praying. But Suleiman shared this story one day. He said he saw somebody was praying. He said the Lord told him to go to another country. He didn't have a ticket. He said he should, the person managed to enter the airport. He prayed. The person just entered the toilet of the airport. The Lord told him, oh, we just, what will you do? Pray. And the person started praying and praying in the Holy Ghost in tongues. Pray, pray. And the Lord told the person, after a couple of hours, come out now. The person came out of the airport of the country he was to go. <laughs> there are dimensions we have not seen. The person came out of the country, of the airport, of the country the Lord wants him to go. There is more. We have to be crazy over the move of the Spirit. We have to. There is still more. And see, listen, I tell you this. In this North America that we have come to, we will experience it. We will will experience it. We will teach men how to flow in it. Young, old, adult, needy. (laughs) they will flow with the Holy Ghost. The mandate of God is upon my life to reintroduce certain things to this nation. I know it. And one thing I know, like the palm of my hand, God told me very clear concerning spirituals. We will reintroduce it. That's why these meetings we are going to have, we want to test run something. We will test run it. We want to test run the camp meetings. We show them. It's not show. It's to, to open up a well of something. There's still more. How hungry are you? Start your call. How hungry are you? Hungry. Let's be on our feet. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. How hungry are you? I think we should just pray. Let's just pray. Let's just pray for the move of God. I know we are hungry for the move of God. Let's just let's pray. Let's waste ourselves in prayer. Let's waste ourselves in prayer. Let's waste ourselves. Let's just pray.